Oh, the food good master. Oh, master. Oh, the food good master. I'm going to dance with the missus. I'm going to dance. You all right if I'm going to dance with the missus? Oh, come on. One, two step. Let me see your one, two step. Oh, yes. Then after this, I'm going to pick a whole bell of cotton. Oh, that was some good food, master. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel it down deep in my knees, master. Oh, my gosh. This food is amazing. Oh, I'm going to take another bite. to another episode of Cultured. I think we're on episode nine at this point. I would like to thank everyone that's uh, liked, shared, and subscribed clips and episodes and all that stuff so far. I've actually increased my following on YouTube from 77 up to 116. So let's keep going. I want to get to 200 by, let's say by the end of March. And I want, to go, I want to get to 1,000 by my birthday in July. July 21st is my birthday. I want 1,000 subscribers to my YouTube by my birthday. If not, I'm going to kill myself. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I would like to thank everyone that came out to my show in, uh, in uh, West Hartford, Connecticut, that came to see me do my hour. Thank you so much for coming and supporting. And also the people that came to see me at uh, the Grizzly Pair midtown in new york city as well um anyway so we back we back today uh i'm gonna be kicking it with my friend reggie williams who has just drove from detroit michigan all the way out here to the loss of the angeles the city of angels yes happening reggie what up though everybody that is uh, uh, very accurate. I got in my car and drove almost eight states to get to California. I drove to get away from cold and muggy weather, only to be in cold and muggy weather right now in L.A. It's cold and it's raining. I feel like this is one big, awful prank yeah, that God yeah. is doing right now. <laughs> for those that you don't know, we had this really bad storm front coming from Canada Um the last i think it's supposed to keep today it's sunday and we and the sun is kind of out but the clouds are coming back a little bit yeah it's still cold um, i'm like what the hell it's cold um it's gonna rain some more we actually had some snow uh in parts of the valley like, yeah it's snowing all of the valley i mean i stayed inside yesterday yeah so i really don't know but it snowed in burbank it snowed in encino uh encino yeah, it definitely was uh, snowing in, I don't know if you hear that plane, but it definitely was snowing in uh, Burbank. Um, I saw snow on the mountaintop, unless that was just dandruff. I was like, that was uh, that was snow. I was like, what the God, hell? Dandruff? Snow was just Yeah, you know dangerous. what I'm saying? Then God scratched his head, you know what I'm saying? A couple mountains got a little bit of God's kitchen grease. Yeah, he's like, fuck. Kitchen flakes <laughs> all on the mountain. God, God's like this head and shoulders is not working at all. <laughs> need some Celsius blue, Lord. You need some yeah. Celsius blue. <laughs> yeah, that's that that uh that what was it called? Celsius blue. Celsius blue. Celsius blue was the um, <laughs> what was the shampoo you needed the prescription for? Right. Because if I you use see. too much of it, it would burn your hair off. Yeah, but you had no more dandruff. Yeah, because you had no, uh, <laughs> you 
you had no scalp. That's the reason why you didn't have no dentures. <laughs> they didn't say how. They just said you was going to have the bodandrum. You know what I mean? Like, so. <laughs> What's that soap? What's that soap from that doctor where it's like you have to dilute it before you can use it because it's it's like pure concentrate? Uh, was it uh, Dr. Teal? No, because that's the Epsom salt. So, so. Wait, hold on. There's a, uh, yeah, it's um, uh, soap you have to dilute with what? Like, like you can't. You can't get it into your eyes because it'll make you, it'll like literally make you, it's on the bottle. It's like avoid eye contact because it will turn you into Ray Charles. That sounds um, like some old school soap right there. Yeah, it's soap that's like, it's that soap. You remember that commercial where they, those old racist <laughs> commercials where they put used to put the black kids in the tub and right. they would come out white? <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that's like the type of soap. Uh, no. Doctor, oh, I put soup, soap, um, dilute with water. Yeah, find that, find that. That could be the trivia question of the day. Find the soap. What is the name of the pure soap that you have to dilute with water? Yeah, find that, and then we'll, let us know. We'll, we'll answer the question. At the end of the um, episode, and I uh, and I have actually found the answer already. Oh, uh, did you? But, okay. But we will answer that question at the end of this podcast. Yeah, the winner gets to buy me lunch. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, so uh, how you been enjoying? Otherwise, how you been enjoying California so far? Well, you know what? I mean, so far, so good. It's what I uh, expected. You know, I came, I've been here a couple times, you know, passing through and doing shows. So I kind of got like a little Costco sample of what to expect when I come out here. Uh, so it's been just uh, catching up with a few friends that are uh, friendships that I made out here. And then now I'm uh, continually networking, but I'm getting ready to get into a couple of uh, groups that do improv. So I meet with them on Tuesday. And uh, I'm like, let's go. I get to show my improv skills off. Are they black improv? It's uh, like... it's a it's a mixed group. It's a mixed group. Oh boy, that's yeah. awful. It's a mixed group. Uh, but I think the name of the group is called Bernie Mac and Cheese. Bernie Mac and Cheese. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what it's called. At least they sound like they got soul. Yeah, they got swag. They, they this group, they've been doing a lot. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say their name, but. <laughs> they they've been doing a lot of different things. Like it's been dope. I saw, I met him at a uh, at Trippy Tuesday. Uh, my girl Gucci, and we we ch we chopped it up and uh, meet up with these guys. And I'm gonna see what they're talking about. And if they have me, let's go. Cause I love improv. I had my own improv group back home. It was uh, uh okay, Bernie Mac and Cheese. Yeah, yeah, they cool. They mm -hmm. cool. I know I know them. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. they're cool. They uh they black, which is the greatest. Yeah. you know. I sometimes I try to mess with girls that are in improv groups, but then I see their videos. I mm. see them on their videos that I see they'll be dancing with rhythm and stuff, and I be I know you can't fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> like you were talking to me about yo, you kind of fine, right? Yeah. And then you see a clip of them like clapping yeah. off beat. Yeah. Well, see <laughs> that may that, but that's deceiving sometimes. You know, they may not they may not catch the beat. But they made, but they know how to throw it back. So that's the big, that's a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Well, as long as they can catch the beat. Well, they beat on the D. When you, you know watch, what I mean? when you watch, there's cool people in the improv group. Yeah, that yeah. got kind of some rhythm. But they be the mm -hmm. ones that don't. Every time I talk to a woman that's in improv, she be the one that don't have no. <laughs> she be in the back. She be in the back. Everyone's they're doing the cuff it to Beyonce. Right, and she be in the back like. Like everyone, everyone's down like this, and she's like, <laughs> everyone already clapped, and she's like, like, right. like See, there's a joke in there, but it's not politically correct no more. But that move, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's, she's slow. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a joke in there. I'm like, slow. I'd be like, I'd be asking out these slow bitches. Um, right. That's what you've been. That's what you've been attracted. I think that says more about me than it that's does. What I'm, 
That's what I was about to say. Like, bro, <laughs> if they come <laughs> your way, like you know what I'm saying, it's something about you. <laughs> they're like, they're like, you. they're like, bus. Right. Like, what's up? <laughs> you like a good time. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. <laughs> what's your sign? <laughs> uh, my, work. my sign oh, says God. to go. That's what my sign right. <laughs> oh, you oh, you know what? <laughs> it's time for me to get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's what my sign says. My sign says stop. It's that's a tootsie pop. That's my sign. <laughs> um man. But yeah, so so you're gonna be with uh, Bernie Mac and Cheese. Yeah. Bernie Mac and Cheese. Hooking up with these people, you know what I mean? So I don't know what they're going to put me through. I hope there's no weird frat, you know, rituals. Because I'm not with it, you know what I mean? Like, in order for you to be in our group, you have to drink eight shades. You know what I'm saying? Eight eight drips of different urines and stuff like that. I don't want to do that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that, like, sounds, that sounds awful. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't want to do shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, uh -uh. I'll just drink a Capri Sun. They're like shots, you know I mean? shots, shots, right. shots, shots, shots. <laughs> Different shots of urine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. this one eats a lot of asparagus. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. This one drinks a lot of Hennessy. Right. This one. Uh, this is Casamigos, Hennessy, Crown Royal, apple juice. <laughs> and this one's a vegan. You know what I'm saying? You gotta guess which one is who. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> the oh, hell. Mm -mm. So, well, but no, nah, I don't get that vibe. But, have you have you done any stand up since you've been um in Los Angeles? Yeah, you know when I first got here last week Sunday, I did uh, Chocolate Sundays. I know I did the uh, that went well. That went well, and then I uh, performed at um well, I performed yesterday. Ended up getting on stage yesterday, so I'm going to be back again next month. So I just did a little sample because they had a full lineup, but I gave them about like five minutes of my time, and then. I'm booked on for next month. And I'm going to be on a couple podcasts. One is yours, and then uh, another one, Speedy and Friends. So I'm like, all right, work is beginning. Well, I ain't got a day job yet. I'm definitely trying to get my podcast up to par. I mean, this Zoom stuff is cool, but mm -hmm. I feel like I need to uh, move it to a studio or something soon. I'm going to be replacing the posters behind me. I was looking yeah. at some posters on uh, uh, Amazon. Mm -hmm. uh, they're gonna be dope. I'm not gonna say uh, which. I'm not gonna say what they are yet. Yeah, but just pay close attention to my background when uh, in upcoming episodes. I see. Um, I see. So, how would you compare the Los Angeles comedy scene to the comedy scene of Detroit? Oh man, let's see. That's very easy. You know, there's just more out here than it is in Detroit. You know, and Detroit knows that. That's why you got to travel. Uh, but we got a lot of talent. We got a lot of heavy hitters in Detroit. So, you know, it's really just about making that move. And uh, it's actually some stuff coming up that uh, I'm hoping to bring a lot of people from Detroit, like, like an invasion, you know, to get the people to see, like, what Detroit really has to offer. But uh, Detroit also, you know, um, L.A., Y'all are superficial out here. I don't get it. I don't get. I don't, I don't get why y'all so superficial. We're, we're out very here. superficial. What what what's an example of what what like what do you mean? Like what have you seen where you're like, yo, you y'all need need to chill out a little bit? Yeah, I mean the amount of selfies that people take at any given moment. You know what I mean? Like everything is a moment. Like literally everything is a moment. I seen two girls taking pictures in front of a building. I didn't even get the significance of a building. They just had to stop. And take a picture and they took about five and what was crazy is i was watching you know what i mean like i could have drove past but i had to stop and watch and see how many selfies these bitches was getting ready to take of themselves like it was insane i was like okay you know everybody is a star you know which well, i get everybody everybody's a star i'm a star so you know, i get that but like everyone everyone is a is a star. I mean, I, I I when I was on my way to Trippy Tuesdays, like a homeless dude was like, "You don't know who the fuck I am," you know. I was just like, oh. "I was somebody. I was an extra on Sanford and Son." You know what I'm saying? Back like, in okay, 1972. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's different. It's different. It's different energy out here. Um. 
everybody has their own little circles and stuff. So, I mean, I mean, that, that's to be expected, but, uh, Detroit is a lot more chill and I'm a, I'm a, I, I am a chill personality type. So I have to really tell myself to, to go out when I don't have a show. I have to tell myself to go to the, you know, certain parties or certain events because literally my disposition is to relax, you know what I'm saying? And just, just hang out and write and do stuff. And then when it's time for me to go out, I will, but can't always stay in the house. Got to get your ass out there with the COVID. Man. Um, it's interesting you say that because I don't do none of that shit. I, uh, <laughs> I, I come home from work and I uh, play God of War uh-huh. <laughs> and I chill in the house. Yes. That's what I love to do. The only thing I go out for is pussy. Dog. And um, I mean that's that's basically what my life has become. <laughs> then the reason, okay, so uh uh-huh. going back to the self to the selfie thing, uh-huh. I was at the Super Bowl party mm-hmm. and there was a woman there doing a live on either I don't know whether it was OnlyFans mm-hmm. or whether it was like TikTok or Instagram. But it was very weird to watch her do it in real time. Mm. Because it wasn't like she was... It wasn't like she was talking to people. Mm-hmm. Like, she was, like, acting and stuff, right? At right. a party. Like, we're all right. we're all sitting... We're all at this party kind of, like, talking, watching the game. Right, right. Or whatever. And she's, like, standing there just, like, holding her phone... And and like being being like right right while she's talking to whoever she's talking to on the phone yeah right? and I'm sitting there like is no one seeing this like this is strange behavior yeah because you're around adults and first right. like okay maybe she's a child maybe she's like a teenager and she's just kind of not feeling all these old folks or whatever yeah but she wasn't she was a she was a a small grown adult yeah. And to me, I'm just like, this is strange. Like, it's strange. Yep. It's strange. Come to Chocolate Sunday tonight, right? And peep the line. Watch the line while people are waiting to get in. You literally can get take your own camera and just sort of pan the line. You will literally see men and women. You know what I'm saying? Literally, they got a phone and they all... Yo, you'll yo. Punch with the- duck lips. They'll be in line, like literally, just all day, walking in the club, sitting, waiting for the show to start, watching the show. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's a moment. Everything's and a it's moment. It's one of those things where it's like you miss out on other moments. Yeah, you miss everything's out a moment. Other moments, because during the party, <laughs> it was weird because I was like, okay, she's she has a scheduled live. She's gonna do her live, and she's gonna stop, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a part where she put the phone down and she went and got something to, something to eat from mm. the spread. But she positioned the phone to like show her going over to the spread and getting food. Yeah. And then she came back and she was like eating it like in the can. It was like it was weird, bro. Yeah. And, like... then, and then like later she like stopped doing her filming and all that stuff. And we're over talking. And I look up and this bitch is over here by herself, like away yeah. from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like there's something with all of these people around. Mm-hmm. Like you can interact. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's like literally taking a selfie. But, you know, but you're doing your like, video and somebody getting robbed in the back. Oh my gosh. This nigga is holding up the club, y'all. But 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 <laughs> like it, it's like it's like the inability that these people actually have to interact with people. And those are the same, you know, you see this a lot too, where people only talk to people that they know. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know nobody, they're yeah. kind of off. And that's something like I've had to get get over recently. Mm-hmm. Where I took it upon myself because you know, when when you're trying to meet people, when you're trying to meet like women, when you're trying to meet new friends and all that stuff, no one owes you attention. Right. So you basically have to learn how to go out and interact with people. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. whether it's uh 
hello, you know, how you doing? Oh, that's a nice shirt. You know, oh, these melons are ripe. Or like some, you know what I mean? Like something where you're interacting with people. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is, is that people are so used to people not interacting with them. Most people outside of entertainment or that aren't comedians welcome that type of interaction. Unless right. you're at Planet Fitness because pe- people that go at Planet Fitness are weirdos. That's why I go to uh, Blink I feel Fitness. attacked. Well, go ahead. That's why I go to Blink Fitness because Blink Fitness is a community. Today I was at Blink Fitness uh-huh. and a young gentleman asked me to spot him. Oh, he was lifting like a bunch of weights and shit. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, everyone looks nice. There's just a community. I've community. I've talked to multiple people at my gym. Yes. Uh, did you spot him? I just want to know. I did. I spotted okay. him. Okay. He didn't need my, he didn't need my services. Okay. But, you know, I <laughs> spotted him. Um, but, you know, I, it, it feels, it feels like a community because nobody is there trying to, you know, I think sometimes people from different backgrounds or whatever they go through act weird. Yeah. Like, at Planet Fitness, you'd be like, hey, what's up? And then they, people get weird or whatever, right? Right. But um, a lot of times when you interact with comics in, in L.A., a lot of comedians are weird in the yeah. sense of you say hello. Like, I remember I went up to this one comic at the... Uh, at an open mic, and I said hello to him. I said, hi, my name's Keenan," And he said, you must be new at this. And I said, why? Because you're saying hello to people. I said, you're an idiot. Yeah. And just, like, walked away. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. it's one of those things where I'm like, I shouldn't have to feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm doing something right. Like, that's very but, strange. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean when I say, and maybe the wrong word is superficial. Maybe, um, or maybe an additional word to that is like, there's a lot of rude, you know, rude fucks out here. But I, I don't get that concept. Like, it's like maybe, and I'm scared because, yeah, I, I plan to be here for a while, but I hope I don't get, uh, you know, uh, California, California rise or something like that. I don't get Hollywood wise or whatever because saying hi means I'm new to this. That's shit you learn when you're a kid. You know, like that's just basic matters. Just, Hello, how you doing? I don't even really want to know how you're doing. That's just matters. You know, like hey, how are you? My name's Reggie. Nice to meet you. Keep it moving. Like I'm new to this by speaking. Well, you're not new to this. You're true to this. That's what it is. And. Yeah. The reason I think that a lot of people in LA have a people have a problem with people from New York or whatever mm-hmm. is because mm-hmm. when people go to from when people from LA go to New York and they've never been before, oh, they feel it's get hurt. They probably almost get the shit smacked out of them mm-hmm. because they think because they think they can exist on this phony, positive vibe only. But I'm still going to treat people like shit. Yeah passive aggressive shit in other places that don't yeah come to detroit with that bullshit yeah that don't mm-hmm. they don't put up with that especially other mm-hmm. comedians they're like who the fuck are you you know what i mean yeah and on top of that too and not to jab with not to take a jab at the la comedy scene but unfortunately a lot of la comedians don't get the reps in mm. and in other cities when other comedy scenes in other cities, your respect is garnered based on your ability as a comedian. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the ability as a comedian off rip, you yeah. get, you're going to get the shit specked out of you. Yeah. Yeah. Because it turns into, all right, go on stage with all right. the shit you be talking. Because, and, and the thing is, like, when you're in New York, and this is why I love going to New York. Yeah. You get, you can go. I get roasted. I was at the comedy cellar and I don't know if you know Artie Fuqua, but Artie Fuqua is always wearing yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's always wearing suits, right? Mm-hmm. And it just so happens I was at a TV writer seminar and I I, I was wearing like one of those like peat um like corduroy peat coats. Uh, yeah. And, and I was wearing like a blazer. I was wearing like a corduroy blazer. I was mm-hmm. wearing like a I was wearing like a button up shirt, and I had a sweater on, and some nice pants and some nice shoes. Mm-hmm. I looked fly as fuck, and I looked like 
I look like a African American studies college professors that would fuck his twenty year old student. That's why I look. That's exactly why I look. I was a thirty year old, thirty eight year old specific. college professor. Mm -hmm. that, that like Indiana Jones, I would be like, "Well, Malcolm X," and then some bitch in the front would have "I love you" on her eyelids, and then mm -hmm. we would be banging in my um in my apartment off campus. Can we, before can we just take a second? Can we take a second and just take in that vivid description of how well you looked in that coat? You know what I'm saying? That was very, very, very good, bro. Yeah. Only yeah, a season, yeah. only a seasoned vet can 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 give a description like that. So I, I just want to respect the genius right now. So go, See, yeah, and and women were talking to me. White white women were trying to talk mm -hmm. to me, and I was I was mushing their faces out the way because I don't want <laughs> white girls. Uh, <laughs> you up a beefy bitch. <laughs> it was a good night. I was like Emmett Till, bitch, and I was right. pushing them out the way, just mushing their faces. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they had pink fingerprints on their face when you did that. Yeah, yeah. Just, they had they had a five digit. They got five digits on their face. And the did you just get mushed? Oh my gosh! Looking at your face, the forehead and right below the nose. Because I right. oh no, right at, right like on the forehead and right on the tip of the chin. Right, right. I can see them in the mirror. I just got mushed. Oh my gosh! One. To his whole hand, like I just got mushed by, by Mr. Belvedere, right? Um, <laughs> I don't even know if Mr. Belvedere is black. <laughs> I don't know. Probably is. Maybe Probably Mr. is, Mr. Mr. Belvedere. A lot of characters get whitewashed these days, so I'm sure it was the Belvedere as for swag. No, Mr. Belvedere. Uh, Mr. Belvedere was definitely white. Okay, you can have him. Um. Uh, but who knows? Maybe we should make a remake of a black Mr. Belvedere. Mm -hmm. Mr. Belvedere. Jenkins. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, what was I saying? So, yeah. This so, I at the, so, mm -hmm. I at the, so Artie mm -hmm. Fuqua always dressed in suits. So they were mm -hmm. roasting Artie. Mm -hmm. All the comics were roasting Artie. And I'm sitting over there minding my business drinking some tea, as I do. Mm -hmm. And then Artie comes over and drags me over there and they all start roasting me too and I'm just like ah ha, ha, uh you all look ugly and then I went back to my seat right um but it wasn't it wasn't like I felt I didn't feel because every time I go it's always the same thing mm -hmm. it raises your chops you know? Yeah. you know and what I know is like in LA like you can't roast people in LA yeah everyone is like like every the the difference the difference here is that people are rude there's right. a difference. People are rude. They're not yeah. roasting. They're rooting. <laughs> like roasting is a different animal than being rude. Being yeah. rude is I don't respect you. Yeah. And roasting is you're cool enough to be like in our group. So we're right. gonna so we're gonna jones you a bit, right? Right. There's right. This familiarity that we have. It's not that we're just picking on you. There's this familiarity that we know you can handle. Yeah. Being roasted, yeah. Here it's people that don't even know you; they're just rude. And I'm like, if more people were getting the shit smacked out of them, you know, like how many unprovoked fights I've almost gotten into where I've just been like sitting somewhere. Yeah, we and and I'm hanging out with a comic, and then another person comes in. This one, uh, this happened to me um, last year. This one dude, I was hanging out with a comic. And this other comic came in and got mad at something the comic said. And he started throwing chairs and stuff at us. Mm -hmm. And was like slamming on windows and stuff and trying to, and trying to knives got involved. Some people show up with a knife. I think there was a gun somewhere. Damn. And I'm like, that's that's the type because people, a lot of people in the scene, they're not mentally they're no. not mentally, you know, they're not mentally tight. You know, they're kind of yeah. loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, so that's what's that's the type of energy that you're getting. You're not getting like a fun, I'm comfortable yeah. energy. I'm getting, oh no, someone could snap because people out here don't really know how to have fun. Yeah. And you got to so, watch no. too. Yeah. You got to watch that. Cause I mean, people, their, their, their fuses is different. You know what I'm saying? Like that offended you. And then it'd be the, it'd be the oddest thing too. The oddest thing. You know what I mean? Because they also, like, they're the trying hell? They're trying to be. They're trying to be these. 
they're trying to be like a uh they're trying to be like a, a a woke yeah they're trying to be like this 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 white knight of morality mm-hmm. and it's kind of like dude just like worry about your jokes and everything else will come right but you know people just you know it it's weird man it is it's weird it's a, it's a weird it's a weird scene i mean there are some uh but see I was uh, a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago when I was at the Improv after I finished performing, like it was uh, Corey Oakham, Black Ron, uh, uh, Marcus, um, Darius Bennett, uh, Donnie, myself, um, and a few other uh, comics literally was in a huddle. It was like a roast cipher. Like everyone had some good ones. It was some lame ones. It was some ones that fell flat, you know, but. And we all was just sitting there, you know what I mean? And everyone was giving it to everybody. I mean, oh my gosh, I got clown like big time. Like, oh man, they was murdering me, like murdering me. Like one person told me, Burger King fucked me up. Like I just, I, I got, <laughs> I got my ass handed to me, but it was all in sport. Cause I, I was swinging back. I wasn't going down with no fight. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was cool because it was like, all right, this is what it's about. But a lot of these people are weren't from here. They're wow. not. They're not from here. Like in Chicago, Texas, Detroit. It was they just migrated here, you know, for work. Well, yeah, and it's also, and it's also they're 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 a different school. Like Darius Bennett, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Darius Bennett. I mean, he's a, he. You know, he's a younger comic that's up and coming, and yeah. he's really funny, and he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But he's garnered that respect, so there's nothing he needs to fight for. Yeah, yeah. Open micers, you gotta watch out for. Oh my that, gosh, that don't know who the fuck they are, and you know, trying to figure out. Yeah, you know, trying to figure out like, and, and and they're like, you gotta take me seriously, and it's like, well, why? Right. You know. Um. Yeah, but that's, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was it just to your point, you know, like, you know, um, I think people that are based here, unless maybe they're like from the Bay or Inglewood and, you know, and they're, uh, you know, and they do comedy, they can understand it. But like, no, it's a there. There's a um, actually I was just watching this documentary on the comic store. I'm late, actually, but it's been out for a while. But the documentary on the comedy store and you just see what a lot of comedians had to go through, you know, to get to where they are. You know what I mean? And. Um, my buddy was asking me, like, what do you think now um, about comedians now versus the ones back then? And yeah. I appreciated the duality of it because, though, I appreciate that old school grind and I almost wish I was a part of that. You know what I mean? I wish I was, you know, uh, born in those times, honestly, you know, what I'm saying to go through certain things. I mean, I'd be old as hell today, but <laughs> I appreciate the. The, the the life of it like you could just see the 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 fun and the competitive sport in it and like how you had to really build your muscle and how you had to take it on the chin if you wasn't good that day and you really was forced to hone in your craft and figure out who you are yeah. you know whereas now a, a minute video can make you a star you know and the only thing that I'll take from today that is better than what it was then is that you don't have to wait on one person to approve of you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know like getting into these comedy clubs across the world, you know what I'm saying? Across the United States, you got to go through one person and that could take a very long time. In the meantime, your talent is not being utilized the way it should. Whereas with social media, you can use that, especially for those that are talented, can use it to be seen and it could get to people a lot quicker. So I can appreciate it for that. But as far as the ones that are clearly not that funny, if any, you know, and they have the entitled attitude and they get booked mainly because it's a business thing. They bring butts in the seat. So that's money for my club. Which now they're about important. to get a terrible. Yeah, that's, which that's, is important. important. It's also important. Yeah, but it's yeah, important. But they're about to get a terrible show because they have no idea what they're in store for. So they're here. Can't get their money back. But they got a terrible show. But my club and my bar did well. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, those that are gifted, they're like, they have to actually put out their own specials. They have to still travel and do their own thing, you know. But 
the point is, I just I, I like I like watching that documentary because it just assured me that okay, I'm not crazy. So there are talented people out here that still you know <laughs> that went through this. You know what I mean, and are finding their way. Well, I well, what's 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 interesting about that is that now since I've started working on my album, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you really start you really start knowing you really start seeing what goes into creating good content mm -hmm. when you don't want to just put something out there. Yeah, and it takes time. Yeah, like like it's like I've been doing comedy for a little bit, mm -hmm. but. When it actually comes to, I want to put a good, I want to put a good special hour, a good hour. I have to sit down and look at my jokes, mm -hmm. and I have to dissect them, and I have to rewrite them, and I have to punch them up and all that stuff. And then I have to go work them out. Yeah. And then from there, I have to go and I have to watch the tape. And then if I and I have a producer and I have like two producers helping me out mm -hmm. on them and stuff. And basically, it's like we're sitting down and we're trying to figure out how to build this project from the ground up mm -hmm. so when you're actually doing comedy it's not that's why i see like a lot of old like a lot of veteran comics were annoyed with us when we were when we were coming up because yes. we were basically like i can just go out here be hilarious and just make it work mm -hmm. and it's like no there's a lot of work that goes involved to being a great comedian right it's not just about being funny it's also about having something to say yeah. Because you're going to have to have something to sell. Yeah. Because yeah. the people, they have to relate to what you talk about. And they say, well, I'm going to go see Reggie because he's the weight loss food comedian. Or he's mm -hmm. the, he's the Detroit, you know, has a, has a, he has a, he has a weird Detroit family guy. And I relate to that or, or family issues or I, right. like, or, you know, relationship. He's the relationship guy. You know, everybody everybody has something that they can build their brand on. Yeah. Yeah. That people relate to. You said something, and again, I'm not gonna let you just bypass epicness. You said I've been doing comedy for a minute. You need to tell these people how long you've been doing I mean, this. <laughs> I mean, I started in 03, so it's okay. 20, it's 20, 20 years. years here. Yeah. Listen up, America. 20 years. This man has been doing stand-up comedy. This man knows what he's talking about. And when you talked about working out a joke, working out your material, looking at it, punching it up, then going out, testing it, you know what I'm saying, which possibly means, okay, there's a possible bomb that I may have because I'm working through it. You know what I mean? But I'm going to come back stronger and, and do it. That right there is the work that the newer crop that are coming in refuse to respect refuse like they get on stage and it's just about sound effects and faces and you think you're gonna do that for an hour well, I, I was like oh. i mean like okay now again jim carrey physical there's people that does physical robin williams physical you know what i mean so there's so many comics out there cat williams physical but again that's not the only thing that they're doing. That's not the only thing that they're doing. Dave Chappelle, he he gets you here. Mm -hmm. But that's not just off, you know, that's not just off improv. That's part of it when you perfect it. But that still comes from literally developing and sitting with your material and also living. You know, you got to also live, too. You know, this is really about life and living it out. You know what I mean? And this th these people that are coming in now. Like again, they they don't respect and they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. It comes off as hating. It comes off as you're a hater and you're mad and you're disgruntled. And it has nothing to do with that. It's more so just about like, no, you really got to spend time with it if you're going to do it. You clearly has what it takes to you know to captivate people because they're following your ass. But then when they come and sit down and and listen to what you got to say now because you're influential. It's like, oh, oh, this motherfucker ain't talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, and unfortunately, and it's like, damn. And unfortunately, what has happened is the industry 
has basically made it okay for people to half-ass it because it's about yep. the look and it's about the followers. Yeah. And, and a lot of times you see... I've seen a lot of comics recently post clips on IG of jokes that I've heard before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking, and I'm not talking like lip-syncing it like on TikTok. I mean, mm-hmm. they're on stage telling a joke that I might have done 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I have the record to show it, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. it's another comic that I've seen. Or I saw someone on Twitter, not them, yeah. writing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's to a point now where people are like, yeah, man, I just need to get here on stage. But what's happening is, is that somehow a lot of these comics are able to smooth themselves onto the big stage yeah. instead of working it out at like open mics and stuff first, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're going on these big stages and the audience doesn't know. The audience is like, like, I'll give you an example. Um, the joke about the Chinese balloon, the Chinese mm-hmm. spy balloon. And they're, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, that's the craziest gender reveal party I've ever seen. And it's mm-hmm. like, how many comics did that joke? Right. But the audience don't care. They hear it and they're like, oh, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no comic in the, there's no comic there that's going to say, oh, that joke's been done. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to be, you're a piece of shit if you say that. Right. Because they're on stage being brave enough to do the joke. But if you're like, right. oh, that joke's been done. Right. You know, no one is, no one's going to say that. No. See, that's my thing. You know, like, and I, and I get that. You know what I mean? Like, because you you will have a, um uh, uh intersection, you know, a cross intersection of people possibly saying the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so many goddamn gender reveal videos. You now yeah. equate a, a balloon exploding to a gender reveal. So that would be the first thing your mind goes to. But then after that, what else do you talk about? You know what I'm saying? Like the vaccine joke, how people say, oh, you don't know what's in Captain Crunch, but you're going but you're not going to take the vaccine. Like I, so many big dog comedians kind of had similarities. You know what I'm saying? I got one where I was like, you'll eat ass, but you won't take a vaccine. Like I, I'll say that. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I, I've said that, you know, on a show, but it's like, it's like, okay, after you say what's familiar, what do you have now that's unique? What do you have now that's just you? Because people are going to remember you more for what was unique. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what they don't talk about? And this is why I talk about my stand-up, and I'm going to timestamp this. Let's go. I have a bit where I talk about how they tried to sell the vaccine to black people. Mm. And you know how they did it. Mm-hmm. They got uh, uh, they got uh, what's some faces? Hold on. Um, They got a uh, man. They got ju. Uh, they got juvenile. Oh, they did. They got juvenile to do vax that thing. Oh, vax that. So first, oh, that's got, so wrong. They got juvenile to do vax that thing up, and I said, "Well, first of all, that's unnecessary. Like we understand, right? Instructions. That's not next to hip hop beat." And what's funny is after I started doing that joke, I heard like another comic try to be like, "Yo, we don't need like beats to like tell us stuff." And I'm like, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, um, they tried to give us an incentive, and then I listed like a whole bunch of unhealthy shit. Yeah, that they were they were like, we're gonna give you three months supplies of Newport cigarettes. We're gonna <laughs> give you season passes to the Clippers, which no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> right. We're gonna give you some green apple Hennessy. Uh-huh. All of South Central gets the vaccine today. We might even bring back the McRib. Mm. Right. So I'm just like listing all these like really like unhealthy stuff. That's like, yo, we'll bring all this unhealthy shit back. Yeah. For you yeah. to consume if you get the vaccine yeah. so that you don't right. get COVID. Right. And right. That's and genius. nobody has done that. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody do that joke. Genius. Because I think there's because I don't think they want to like I think a lot of people they're they're scared to criticize the vaccine. Yeah. So they're not they're not even thinking that way. And that's why I'm saying com- it it seems like people aren't even thinking this way anymore. Mm-mm. They're not even thinking of Mm-mm. okay, this was said. Yeah. How can I how can I make this subject mine? Yeah. People are not paying attention to no one but themselves. And, no. And, 
anymore. Yeah. And I think they're getting these ideas through osmosis. I think social media is like feeding them. Yeah. One day they're sitting there, they're like, oh, I have an idea for a joke. That's been done already. And then they go right. and do the joke. Can you imagine what Oculus is going to do to us over the years to come? Like, look at what social media has already done. Literally, literally, literally. Imagine when when Oculus takes off. Like, it's already out there. But imagine what the metaverse is about to do to us. Oh, I'm scared to death. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because people can't even differentiate reality on social media now mm -mm. versus you're going to spend. Because, you know, there's people that don't leave the house. There's people right. that there's kids that don't leave the house, and when they yeah. go outside, it's weird for them. They like have yeah. anxiety and stuff. Social media is literally telling people what to think. Um, part of pop culture example, you know, uh, Beyonce made history at the Grammys, and I think she got her thirty before she got her thirty third. She like made history twice in one night, but she got her thirty second Grammy, and everyone was standing up, and the artist Diplo, as they were clapping. Um, he said to his friend, I'm glad to be here, you know, glad to be. No, he said, I'm glad to be a part of it. Right. I guess looking at him say that you didn't hear the audio, but you could look at his you know, mouth. And, and it looks like to some it looks like to some he said she bought that. When he said, I'm glad to be a part of that. Well, this whole swarm of hate came out saying, how could you say that? Beyonce didn't buy her Grammy. You're such a hater. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. And Diplo's friend, I think, is uh, Jason Lee. And uh, it was a clip. Jason Lee, oh, no, Jason, you know, Diplo, you're my friend, you know, so if you didn't say it, let me know. And Diplo's like, look at the video. What do you mean reach out to you? Look at the video. I clearly didn't say that. You go back and look at the video. If you didn't see it then, you definitely can't unsee it now that he yeah. said, I'm glad to be a part of it. Literally in the comments, they're still saying, no, you said she bought it. I don't care what you say. You said she bought it. And I was like, that's deep. We are in trouble. Like, that is deep. The man didn't even say that. He didn't even say that. He didn't even mouth that. He wouldn't, you know what I mean? How stupid enough you got to be for a camera. Everybody's they're getting everyone's reaction. You know what I'm saying? How crazy you got to be to say something like that and be caught. When he clearly said, I'm glad to be a part of it. Well, that was you know, insane. And, and at this point, people are just like, I said what I said. Yeah, that's what I mean. I put, like, I put a lie out there. It is what it is. I lied. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you said what you said, but people don't give yeah. a fuck about your opinion no more. You yeah. can't be back. This man is being dragged for something that did not happen. And it's literally in your face what the truth is. And you don't care. Exactly. That's deep. That's 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 the time that we're in. So you think a comic is going to listen to what it takes to be a successful comedian when I could create my own reality? When I could create my own reality and you're going to tell me, sit down with the joke, write it out, punch it up, go develop it, see what works, see what doesn't work. No, I could create my own reality. People, I got time for that. And people are going to support them. Dang. Dang. I'll give you I'll give you an example. There's this guy on Instagram called Big Groove. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I hate follow this guy. I hate follow I hate follow him. Um <laughs> because like I like him. I like him, but okay. I don't really I don't like him. I don't really right. like him. Right. Um, but I don't hate him. Right. And what he does, so this is what he does. Let me see if I can, um, let me see if I can. So, so this guy's Nigerian, right? Let me, yeah. let me, let me share my screen. Okay. So this guy's Nigerian, mm -hmm. right? Now keep in mind that his that his original huh. name was was Grooving Gorilla. This guy. And they changed it to Groove. He changed it to Big Groove because a lot of black Americans were getting upset that he was called called himself Grooving Gorilla, right? Right. 
And <laughs> oh my gosh, man! I I already know where you. So that is one smiling <laughs> dog. I can't. So I feel bad for the dog. Look at that poor. Look at that poor dog. Where's Peter? Where's Peter? When you need to make a claim, like if I don't, what the, what the hell? So so this guy he can this he real. Kinda, he kind of doesn't understand. All right. So he kind of, so he's Nigerian, right? Yeah. So there's like video of him by Ian Warmelon. And wait, hold on. Is this, is this the one? That is a big nigga. No. <laughs> like, he it just seems like he's doing too much, right? Like, he will not pop lock over a taco. Was that a taco he ate? Wait, wait, no. Where, where's the other? And but the food he be eating be looking good though. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I mean, the... I've had food that make me break out in the Cupid Shuffle, but I ain't do it on video. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Oh wow! What is that? Watermelon? No, it's chicken. No. Okay, I need Umar Johnson to enter the chat right now. <laughs> I need Umar Johnson. I think, and I think both of the them are African. Right I think both of them are African. I don't care. So they don't get. So they don't. So 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 they don't get how it's like you know, like black people. Mm -hmm. Read it. No. No. Oh my gosh! Come on, this is insane. No. So so it's them eating chicken. And then and then they try to make they try to convince us that he's not gay by every now and then putting uh um, by the deep throat a burger. <laughs> they 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 try to have him like per, you know talk to Instagram models just you know just in case people are trying to question his right. sexuality. So they're like, nah, he likes women or like or like whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so here, basically, it's like he, oh God, he's, he's, oh he's, he, he loves food. He's a big guy. He mm. can't control himself when he sees a woman. That's like literally the description of how during the Jemima days of marketing, that's how that was. You know, you had the big black woman with the lot, the plaits in her hair, smiling, grinning. Oversexualized because it was two images. You either was a, a a chocolate vixen or you was a mammy. You know what I mean? The yeah, the guys yeah. were just like this, dancing, grinning, and skinning. You know what I mean? Hey, okay, now they want to implement him when he see a woman. Oh 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 my dick! Oh my dick! I see a fire woman. You know what I mean? Like what is going on? You know what I mean? And I don't care that you're from another country. Just like when we come over to your country and you expect us to act and behave a certain way, it's the same thing over here. There ain't nothing wrong with being happy. Ain't nothing wrong with dancing or smiling or eating your fucking food. But being a spectacle is the problem. Making yourself a spectacle is the issue. Like, get out of here. Get out of here. That burger looks good, though. Not in his hands. I don't even, I'm a vegan. I don't even, look, no, I'm good. <laughs> I even, I'm not even, I don't care what their restaurant is. Look at them. He says shark bite, and then he tries to shove as much food in his mouth. It looked like he going, oh, the burger good. Oh, the burger good, master. Oh, the burger so good. Oh, I, so good. Like, I, no. I hope I don't. I hope he don't choke. But so this guy, I'm surprised he ain't bit the shit out of his tongue. <laughs> Man, could you imagine? I bit Can you my imagine tongue? the dance. Can you I, imagine the dance break for biting his tongue? Can you imagine I, the I, dance I, break I that hope, he had? Uh, I tongue? hope we get on tape. I bit my tongue the other day. I was seeing some grapes. <laughs> And Dog. I bit the side of my tongue. I mm. took the rest of the day off. That's what I'm saying. I <laughs> threw the rest. Of, I bite my tongue. I'm done for the day. I threw away the grapes. I'm straight. So going back to what we were saying, he has three hundred and three hundred twenty thousand followers. Mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg follows him. Um, Snoop Dogg follows him. 
some other people that I know follow him, which is whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So what so what happened was people so people have basically tried to get him banned mm-hmm. because they're offended, which I don't necessarily I don't necessarily agree with that. This poor dog. Somebody call Peter. Look at him. This dog Look is at like him. this dog is like, what the fuck? Look at him. This dog is that like, dog, that dog is more is black. Happening? That dog is more black than he is. That dog is like, I want to bite the shit out of him right now. I promise you, that dog wants to bite the shit out of him. <laughs> he does. Look he's at this. Em- he's embarrassed. He can't even. This is bark. abuse. This is abuse. <laughs> this is that abuse. dog is like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's not even cool. He ain't even. He can't even fit that sling. That's insane, he's, man. He's like, okay. He's like, okay. I'm done. I'm tired. Yeah. Um. Let's watch one more video of him eating. Oh, the food good, master. Oh, master. Oh, the food good, master. I'm going to dance with the missus. I'm going to dance. You all right if I'm going to dance with the missus? Oh, come on. One, two step. Let me see your one, two step. Oh, yes. Then after this, I'm going to pick a whole bell of cotton. Oh, that was some good food, master. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel it down deep in my knees, master. Oh, my gosh. This food is amazing. Oh, I'm taking another bite. <laughs> like, get out of here. <laughs> like, jeez. So... So people, got, so people got offended, and they wanted to get him banned off social media, which I don't agree with. No, right? mm. but of course, what happens is is he has followers, right? He has yeah. followers, and they're all like, "Man, fuck them!" All that stuff. Then Cardi B, who's Dominican, also by the way, mm. she basically was like, "Yo, he ain't killing nobody. You know, he ain't. You know." I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, now I, keep I, in I, mind, Cardi B also remember that girl. Remember that girl, uh, that white chick that was going period ah period uh period yeah. ah. You remember that girl? Cardi yeah. B also co-signed her too. Well, Becca Lee's Alcaminzer, that's her real name. You know, like I, I I I get the first part of yeah, he's not physically hurting anybody. But he is mentally getting on people's damn nerves, you know, and I think that's the thing. No one, he, he shouldn't be hurt. He shouldn't be jumped. He shouldn't be attacked or nothing like that. He should bite his tongue, but he should not. He shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't be, you know, like. Disrespected, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. he should be educated. He should be educated. You know what I mean? But it just goes back to our point. Who 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 is going to stop that gravy train? Who would stop that gravy train? If all I get to do is take a big bite out of a burger, a big bite of chicken, I get to pop lock for thirty seconds and I get a check. At the at the end of the who day, at the end of the day, it's about the money and the followers. If he's making money, yeah. If the system can make the money off of him, yeah. Then there's no stopping it. It's not. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. You know what I mean? And it's just like and, that's and more fact, so a personal thing. And the fact that he's and the fact that he's getting the fact that he's getting he's already got the vouch of the industry. You know, yeah. he's got the vouch from Snoop Dogg and Car and Cardi B and the mm-hmm. and the hip hop. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I would love to have him on my podcast. But but you understand what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's definitely it's definitely kind of like where we're going as a society. And that's why more we we don't really know what integrity is. Right. Because social media has turned it into just do whatever sells. Mm-hmm. Do whatever is popular. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm telling you, <laughs> I know what's coming. Ass sipping is next. Sticking a straw up your ass and watching how much you can sip out that straw with your ass muscles. Like anything, they're going to put anything on social media, anything that will get views, anything that's shock value. Because that's honestly what that is. That's shock. That's that's this shock well, video. Well, you know? the, the thing is, is that I think he knows what he's doing. I think mm-hmm. he knows that he's being. Because Africans are very well aware of African-American history. That's what I'm saying. 
and I think he knows the buttons he's pushing. I think he knows how it looks. Yeah, because so so that he can use the controversy to say, "Oh, look, all these black people, all these black Americans are upset at me because I'm being basically a, a Mr. Bojangles or whatever." Yeah, but excellent then, point. No, go ahead. Excellent point because my thing is, and again. I have to first check this out. So this is right now without me researching. I have to research this. But I don't know. Are there videos like that in this country? If people behave like that in this country. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, you can create a false narrative and say that, oh, yeah, look at how the, the blacks over here treat me. You know what I mean? But my thing is, is that something that you do in your country? Is that something, especially Nigerians, you know what I'm saying? Like, is that something, do you behave that way? Do you go around jumping from, from store to store in traffic? Are you in the gym, you know what I'm saying, with your puppy, working out, grinning and skinning, you know what I'm saying? Are you doing that? You know, like, are you doing those things? Over here, yes, you get to act like a fool, clearly. You got because, people storming the capital. It's a, people because it's act America. like a fool over here. Yeah, people act like a fool over here. But like you said, the integrity of it all. You know what I mean? Like, you don't feel you you don't feel like a mascot. You don't feel like a mascot because I can't imagine you making demands about now what you want and your self-respect with all this footage that's out there. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine someone taking you seriously now going, oh, now he wants to be respected. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want to smile anymore. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want to do the tango after eating some tequila and drinking some, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't imagine. Like, them checks, all them checks can't feel amazing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, your bank account is probably very nice, but I can't imagine feeling like this is why I got this money. You know what I mean? Like, that that has to be really, 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 that has to be really bold. That has to be bogus. Maybe not now, but I'm sure later on that's going to feel like, really? Well, I could be wrong. I don't know. He could feel good for the rest of his life, but I don't know. I just can't. I ain't got the bones for all that jumping around. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know what this makes me think of? What's that? That I want tacos. Um, it's very good. <laughs> we might have to do a quick lunch real quick before you go to the gym. Hey. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for uh for joining us on this episode of uh Cultured. Uh Reggie, where can we find you? You can find me at the bank getting a loan because I am uh, officially broke. The journey has begun. My car got me all the way here from uh, Detroit to California and now my engine light is on. So I'm getting ready to go through what you call this comedy life for real for real. So you can find me either at a bank or a chat casting place you know what i mean or western union or i might be next to mr gorilla dancing for some change i don't know but <laughs> you can find me first on uh, instagram at comedian reggie williams i got some shows coming up and i'm going to post that and uh stay tuned because i have a lot of great things coming down the pipeline i'm just getting settled and uh it's going to be three two one brace for impact sounds yeah. good and you know you can always follow me at Keenan J. Floyd, K-E-N-A-N-J-F-O-Y-D on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, remember, a 1,000 by July. That's right. Subscribe, share, uh, let people know. Comment. I, I like the conversation that we have going on some of the videos. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and um, check out my website, KeenanJeromeFloyd.com. Uh, so that we can, uh, when I have shows coming up, you can come check me out because I'm still going to be going on tour this year. So Did you answer the trivia question? Oh, yes. The trivia question is, what is the name of the soap that you have to dilute or it's going to burn your skin off? Mm -hmm. It's called Dr. Oh, Ronald's yes. Peppermint Castile Soap. That is the truth. That is the truth. I used it straight out the tube, and I had to get antibiotics. Yeah, this is to see hemp. It's it's eighteen in one hemp, and look at mm -hmm. all the words it has. These are all warning labels. Yeah, that it's many warning labels to wash your ass. These. This is a contract. This is a yes. contract on this bottle 
Yeah. You opening it, it's it signs it and says they're not responsible. Literally, they should rename this to wash your ass at your own risk. Because <laughs> if you take this, I had to get antibiotics for this. I just I took it, I washed my body and I broke out in places and I thought I had herpes. And I was embarrassed because I said, I know I know better. And no, but it wasn't herpes. It just you know, broke out and I had to get antibiotics. So Dr. Bonner's 18-in-1 hemp peppermint pure Castile soap. That was the answer. So if you got that answer, um, I don't know. We might have a prize for you. Maybe not. Um, you the buy as much. Yep. Thank you so much for have, for joining us. Peace. I don't know if you have heard that it might